so this is episode 26 two two six uh past the quarter century mark tom do you feel old yet sure (laughs) podcast is legally old enough to drink uh it this officially went 1.5 times longer than our last podcast (laughs) which we, we will not speak about which is pretty impressive uh you know, for starting back in December and like the middle of COVID and how busy you and I have been, that's I feel pretty good about the amount of episodes we put out. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well, t- I mean, 26 mainline. So technically 30 episodes because of the filler arc ones. So exactly. So it's been it's been pretty good. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I know we've both been busy trying to trying to keep up with life, but, uh, you know, I appreciate you tuning in to do this with me, man. I really do. Life, life be nuts. Life, life be crazy. It that's the understatement of the century right there. And then in the middle of the pandemic, too. And it was man, we have we have seen some shit on this podcast. Like We have seen yeah. some shit happen. And now we have outbreak number two, the electric boogaloo going yeah. on. And <laughs> make sure. Uh, yeah, everybody, if you're out there, you know, uh, if you're not vaccinated, definitely wash your fucking hands. Yes, that too. <laughs> um, if you're not vaccinated, I would definitely recommend going to do it. Uh, you you won't uh, you will not be instantly mind controlled by Bill Gates, yeah. even though you know some people think that is the case. Uh, and you know if you don't feel comfortable yet, don't don't stop wearing a mask because Steve it's Jobs, still out there. Steve Jobs just implanted his brain into the the vaccine before he passed away, and he's <laughs> he like, knew. He's like, I will take over the public. They will is, all buy Apple. <laughs> this is a twenty-year-long con play by Steve Jobs. That would be yep. <laughs> that would be really impressive, honestly. I could see but, it. I could see it. The man's yeah. a con man. He could do whatever he wanted. But um, no. I mean, Tom has a good point. Wash your hands. Make sure to continue to take care of yourselves and uh, take care of each other. Definitely, mm-hmm. we're not out of so, it yet. So to go on that fact, like I found out something very interesting uh, a couple days ago, where okay. the N- the NFL, if somebody is has come down with COVID and they haven't been vaccinated or anything like that. They, their team has to forfeit that match immediately. And nobody gets paid on the team. Okay. So me being the kind of the sports guy, I knew that something like that was happening. I didn't know it was that severe though. Oh yeah. They're they're because of one person on a team that could possibly like get it. If it does come to pass, because they weren't they were didn't want to get vaccinated they have made it so they will not get paid or the team get paid or or get win. a win or potentially or, or win. anything yeah so they literally have to forfeit and not get paid for their job so that's that's doubly bad because okay we're <laughs> gonna go off on a sports ball tangent here which is fine because a the average NFL career is shorter than most other yes. major sports. So you only have so many games to make money. Yep. I mean, missing a whole paycheck for a game is is pretty serious. Yep. And then number two, the NFL season is shorter. So yep. forfeiting one win potentially could have huge implications going into the postseason. Yep. So, man, they are not effing around. They're like, wow, that's nope. I, I can't I can't imagine they're, so they're not even going to like at least try to make up the games like they did last year, like play like a makeup no, date or anything because everyone has been given the uh, option of getting vaccinated. That's the thing. If you if something were to happen and somebody did get tested positive for it, but they were vaccinated, then they they said they would plan something around that. 
But if you chose to be stubborn and not get the vaccine, that is on you. Wow. So they're pretty much putting the pressure on the players that opted not yes. to get it. That's yeah. <laughs> wow. That's really interesting. We'll have to see so how that plays somebody, out. Somebody, if some, if this does come to pass and like something like this does happen in a mat, like a game or anything, somebody's going to have a lot of soap in a pillowcase and <laughs> there's going to be somebody dead in the locker room. <laughs> Probably. That's interesting considering, yeah, I didn't realize we're only about, 40 ish days out from kickoff of the season too so mm-hmm. that's coming up fast wow interesting all right that's uh interesting so wash your hands take care of yourselves and each other watch out for everybody we'll get through this together we're almost there not quite but we're almost there and i'm mostly saying this because i don't want you guys to fuck up my wedding that's coming up in in six months <laughs> so i'm going through that in a couple a couple half a year too so please 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 just do what you're supposed to please do what you're supposed to (laughs) now let's shift to a more enlightening topic tom or not maybe not enlightening but more exciting topic uh i want to immediately dive right in and talk to you about pokemon unite yes yes i think that was the big one we were both excited to talk about so um i've managed to play a handful of games here and there really enjoying it uh i'm just wondering uh i want curious to hear what your experience has been with it so far uh i love it i have officially switched my gameplay style which i was playing very heavy attacker uh, Venusaur, because he's a fucking monster. Uh, to Cramorant, because the, the, it's the psycho bird. The psycho bird, because he is he's a wild card character. Of course, he is. Every third attack you do, like every third normal attack, you get a random Pokemon in your mouth, and you can shoot at people. <laughs> That's and amazing. You can get a Pikachu, the, what, is it Bearskuda? Aracuda? Or something like that. Yeah. Um, and there's one other one. I can't remember what it is, but you can just like shoot at people. And his ultimate move is he just randomly pulls Pokemon out of the water that is on dry ground and just spits rapid fire like Reaper in Overwatch. That's interesting. Anytime anyone who gets in his circle of damage, which is a big circle, he just shoots nonstop. <laughs> I played a practice match with him, but I probably didn't fully uh, like appreciate because I played practice matches with all the characters just to like understand like what they do, mm-hmm. so I can kind of play any character anytime if I felt like I needed to, at least somewhat mm-hmm. competently. If you know, because when you start the game, all the characters aren't unlocked for you. You have to unlock the unite licenses. Is how you unlock more characters. Yes. And then they offer some on like a time base where you can like try them out. But then once the trial's up, I think they're probably going to end up locking them. It's yes, kind it's of... very it's very smite. So what it does is it's not really a time trial. It's a, uh, a rotation. So they will do one week of certain heroes and then remove them and put the new characters up. Oh, OK, so they'll give you different ones to try out because obviously everyone's they have to have some way of people playing the game otherwise everyone's going to be playing the one character they unlocked at the beginning and that's it yeah so you and have, I, to have time to try them i think that's how it works in league of legends too is yes. where some of the champs are on rotation and then yeah. if you like certain ones you can unlock them yes so definitely getting a big league of legends uh vibe kind of from just that whole thing um and then obviously it's like that too and smite as well where it's just a 5v5 style 
MOBA, you know, you have your top lane, your middle and your bottom lane plays very similarly. I think the thing I appreciate most is it's just a more stripped down, like basic version of what those games are. I also like the fact that you start off as the basic Pokemon. And then in order to show that you're making progress, you actually evolve and get power boosts based on that. Yeah, I do like that, too. So like, if you pick Charmander or Charizard, for example, like mm-hmm. you start off as a level one Charmander. And then as you level up playing the game and the way you do that is they have wild Pokemon on the map. And as you like progress through, you fight the wild Pokemon as you fight other characters and your character levels up, you unlock new moves and yep. at certain level thresholds. I'm not sure if it's the same for every Pokemon, but it they evolve. So it'll be like Charmander will evolve into Charmeleon and then into Charizard. And that doesn't really I make a huge difference because some Pokemon don't evolve like Pikachu just stays the same. But it's a nice visual way to show that, yeah, you're making good progress leveling. Right. I do like that a lot. Yeah. Um. One of the things I noticed, though, is uh, other than the game kind of being supported by Tencent, which gives me kind of morality issues. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It's it's very. It's clear that nobody knows how to play a MOBA. Well, yes, that's the first thing is it clear <laughs> is that nobody knows how to play a MOBA. And I I understand the basics of how to play a MOBA yes. just because I've seen my cousin Mike play so much League and like watch you play Smite and just I've I've experienced it enough to understand like what the roles and what the lanes are. And so I'll go into every match and be and pick a role that I know. And I'll be like, OK, like I'm going top laner. I'll go mid or I'll go bottom. And then just everybody just goes like the match I just played this morning. I picked Garchomp who's mm-hmm. like an all-around attacker. He is a monster. <laughs> yes, this match was amazing. Uh, so I picked Garchomp and I went bottom lane and somebody signaled they're going bottom lane with me. I think it was Eldegoss for like support. And I'm like, OK, yep. so we're going to have like two and someone signaled they're going to go center. But as soon as the match started, they all went top lane and I was the only person on bottom lane mm. with Garchomp. But I had leveled so well that I had like a two or three level advantage on, on the team on the bottom. And it was there were three people that were consistently running bottom. And I solo one V three the whole bottom lane by myself <laughs> as Garchomp the whole match. And we won because of it. I was like, what is this? What is happening right now? I was so happy because I've never won like a standard MOBA game match before. Mm-hmm. like in league or anything and for me to like this be like my fifth game and i'm 1v3 solo bottle solo wing the bottom lane it was just it was such a cool feeling <laughs> listen i have three other people right now for this we can make a team okay like you jump on you like you and me do uh attackers because i'm a long-range attacker okay you could be our brute force i enjoy uh, melee i i melee or defender is what i've been mostly playing um D train likes playing Snorlax, so he's our tank, our oh, tanky boy. Um, Snowy likes playing speed characters. Sweet. And uh, Rex likes playing. I think he likes playing all rounder, so he'll play like a Pikachu or Charmander stuff like that. So okay. we pretty much are all set in each each aspect. We have our next, bases covered. <laughs> next time, yeah, shoot me a shoot me a message. I'll definitely jump on and play. That's a, that to run a five stack would be amazing. Yes, because I'm be sick of playing a game with people who do not know how to score points. <laughs> and then you just steamroll them. So I'm guessing that the Pokemon Unite interface or whatever, the matchmaking system doesn't do a good job of matching people who are no. playing in parties versus not. No, they chose instead speed over um, setup. Oh, speed of connection. Yes, because you can get a match in less than two seconds. Oh, well, that is unfortunate for people that don't play together, because <laughs> mm-hmm. if you have a well-oiled, well-communicating team mm-hmm. like that's just 
I mean, it's easy to go. You can go into a match, just a quick play match, and just kind of play and not communicate and have fun. Mm-hmm. But if the advantage of playing a MOBA together is really communication, and that's really that'll nullify any kind of disadvantage that the other team has over you if they're not playing together, is you're right. able to communicate. Yep. That's one of the biggest things. But on the flip side of that, I think my enjoyment of this stems from that there's no like public chat and there's no because <laughs> League of Legends is like the most toxic yes. fan base ever. And like if you do one thing wrong, like you you mess up once, you just get flamed in the chat for the whole match. And it's just kind of nice to just not <laughs> have to deal with that. I will say that I, I can understand that aspect. Um, so it's enjoyable. I was I was really surprised just because I was afraid. I mean, I just don't. I didn't really like MOBAs. I could never really get into them. League of Legends is always so intimidating because it's just so in depth. Like there's so much to learn, and you know, six seven years later, it takes a lot of you know research to get into that. Right. And I, and I just couldn't do it. But this seemed accessible right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, it's it's a simplified MOBA. So unlike League or Smite, where you have to have item maintenance as well as character build and all that stuff. In this, you can do items and whatnot, but the items are kind of like, oh, for this amount of time, you get a little bit of an attack boost. Or when you walk away, you get like a 1% healing on your full health based on how much you're out of battle. So you slowly heal. So it's not like immediately boosts. So they have something similar, but it's it's not as stressful as, oh, I need to stack this this weapon on my character to give it an attack boost and health steal, but also go over to this and get defense and magic boost and all this other, like have 17 different items attached to your character and hope that it's the best build on the field. <laughs> Right. You don't have to chain like a crazy build together to get to like an optimal stat boost of character at the end of the match where it's like mm-hmm. you're just rolling. You have like two, three items, I think, once you unlock everything that you can carry yes. with you into battle that give you relatively minuscule stat boosts that don't mm-hmm. it helps you, but it doesn't drastically alter the game. No, Listen, and, I'm running I'm running a leftover and muscle band. And I'm destroying people with my cram rant. <laughs> I'm running something similar. Yeah. And then now I'm just starting to look at unlocking all the other items and see what they do and just see how I like to play mm-hmm. before I start doing all that stuff. So, yeah, I like that. It's, that was like the most intimidating thing is because whenever you look up like League of Legends builds, there's mm-hmm. like 70,000 different builds for like each different character, depending on how you like to play. And you're just like, well, this is super overwhelming. Yeah. How am I ever going to learn all this? Yep, exactly. So, yeah, it's definitely accessible. It it runs a little clunky sometimes like it feels and I know why, because they're releasing it on mobile. It it feels like a mobile game at some points. Well, that's the thing. I haven't felt any clunkiness online. No, like the online has been good, but just like the 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 interface and like the mm-hmm. menus and so like that. Some of that stuff oh, just yeah. feels a little it feels so a little clunky on the choose your character screen, trying to figure that out. Like, oh, I moved the stick one time and now it has to take two minutes to load my character on the screen. Yeah, because five other people are simultaneously picking characters at the same time as you. Yes. So but I understand why, because obviously they were, you know, they're trying to make it a mobile game, too. And that's why just kind of with the microtransactions and stuff, it does feel a little microtransaction kind of gotcha game. Yes. Uh, Which is understandable because they are going to be putting it on mobile. Yep. And. 
the resource grind seems a little slow too, just based on what I've experienced too. Like they definitely want to push you towards the store to like buy the currency you need to unlock the stuff rather than grind for it. Because you can play like one match and I haven't played ranked yet, but you can play one just regular standard matchmaking match and get like 40 coins and then complete your challenges and get tickets and stuff. Yes, but man, I have some, so many tickets. It's ridiculous. I do, too. But I'm sure once I start figuring out what I need to spend, all those things are and start leveling up my items. I'm sure those are going to I'm going to burn through those super fast. Mm. But some of those Unite licenses cost like 10,000 coins like Gengar yes. and some of the some of the bigger ones and getting like 40 to 50 coins a match. And then sometimes a little more when you complete challenges is it's pretty rough. Cramorant <laughs> cost eight. Interesting. It, what I figured he would be like a six, but since he doesn't evolve, he doesn't do any of that. But no, they're like, oh, he's going to be an eight because he's a rando character. If you choose, okay, so here's the biggest thing. Um, for people who play like Slowbro or like any of the water Pokemon for that, Surf is a continuous like wave that will hit them and push them back and hurt them. Mm-hmm. Cramorant, his Surf, he shoots one wave out which pushes them back and does damage. But if it hits a solid surface, it comes back. Interesting. So you can hit them twice for extra damage. So he has some like random ability with this. I think it pulls them towards you too, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So I'm like, why? Is very out of all the Pokemon you can put in this game, yeah, Cramorant definitely seems like I mean, a wild card for he's sure. He's the Lord and Savior, Cramorant. Next I, thing I, we need is Shuckle, and if they ever put Shuckle in this game, I'll just quit because I'll just. <laughs> I'm playing Shuckle. Like, I'll, I will main Shuckle. Talk about because uh, you don't fuckle with Shuckle. No, talk about a uh, real snowball. It, it'd just be <laughs> full Shuckle. So yeah, let me ask you that question. So let's say in like a year or two, like this game's been mm-hmm. out for a year or two, right? They're obviously going to add more mm-hmm. more Pokemon. What were what are some of them that you'd like to see get added? Um, I want two because two of my favorite Pokemon were not put into the game. Um, I want for alligator. And I monster. Want, I want scissor. Yes. Like make scissor scissor either a defensive or like a full out attack character and make um, for alligator like a tanky boy. And I will be OK. Like I don't need anything else. Or if you want to put Flygon in there, put Flygon in there. He's my he's my side choice usually. Flygon would be super cool. They just have to do the something like not f- that they did with Garchomp because Garchomp is like the ground dragon mm-hmm. t- type they put in there. Oh, he does yeah. earthquake and dig and all that stuff. So they'd have to they'd have to kit Flygon differently, I think, to to make him work. Or okay, they just so have like a clone. Let's get rid of Flygon and throw in like. Uh, I'm kind of surprised Dragonite isn't in there. I was going to say Dragon. I was thinking Dragonite because that's like a pure dragon type then. Yeah, because like Dragonite is popular. So I'm kind of surprised like he's like majorly popular in Japan. So I'm kind of surprised he wasn't actually added into the game. One that I so I watched, I was watching some video before it came out a couple days ago, and I think I was watching video of the beta, which only came out in Japan, if I'm correct. Mm hmm. Or it was at least Japanese, and I thought I saw Blastoise in there, but Blastoise isn't on the character roster, so I wonder no. if they, they had to like take him out or find fine tune him. Or yeah, I'm wondering if he's going to be in the first release like round. Because that's who I was most excited for. Blastoise is my boy, and I was like, I'm gonna play Blastoise. Yeah, he, why would you put Venusaur and not Blastoise? It put Venusaur and Charizard. And Charizard. I mean, Charizard's a given. Like Charizard, right. no matter what Pokemon thing you're doing, Charizard's going to end up being in it. 
Oh, a hundred percent. Venusaur is always like left out. And Blastoise is like the one that's in every other one. But so, to, be, to be fair, they made Venusaur a monster, though. He's amazing. Venusaur is like the tank buster. He if you mix his Giga Drain and Solar Beam uh, moveset, he, you're just done. You're done. You can't you can't get past that. He will heal on you and then kill you with a laser beam from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so here's one i just thought of this while while we were talking a mm-hmm. uh, super cool character to put in would be evie and just so imagine it, like, evie. you choose your form as you go along yeah and then just all the branching like different evolutions you could do so like you could have eight different potential outcomes for evie which would be insane i don't know if this game will get that complicated i don't know if they'll, they'll probably just end up putting the evolutions separate but it'd be sweet just to have evie by itself and then it can go into like umbreon or flareon or like depending on what you want to go into and all the different uh, EV evolutions have like different roles. Right. Yeah. I think that'd be super cool. I think that'd make it a little bit more complicated. Yeah. But however, so here's, um, if anyone here has ever read the Pokemon adventure manga, I think it's adventure. I'm trying to remember hundred percent. Um, the character red who's in that game or in that manga, he finds an EV that they were doing testing on because Eevee is the closest genetic makeup to Mew. Right. Because he, it has the ability of turning into every type of Pokemon there is like it can turn into each elemental type, basically Mew has a connection to all Pokemon DNA. So that's the closest they could think of. So when team rocket was doing tests on the Eevee, it could morph into each of the types, not evolve. It just morphed into it. That's super interesting. So it could like turn its DNA and turn into a Jolteon and then a few seconds later turn into a Flareon. I like that. That's awesome. They should totally be able to do that depending on. I think you have to do it that whatever you choose, you'd be locked into for that match. Yeah, I think it, I think it'd be kind of cheap just to be able to like bounce around like that. Yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm just thinking about all the possibilities they could do. Do you think they'll add any more legendaries? Or you think legendaries just going to be at, like relegated they, to kind of like how they did Zapdos. Zapdos is like the big buff at the end of the match type deal. I, I think that's all it's going to be because you can't put legendaries in there and then have similar stats and whatnot. Yeah, like Mewtwo is going up yeah. against like Cramorant. <laughs> yeah, because Cramorant would always win. Definitely. Um, huh? <laughs> um, they were I, like, yeah, you couldn't, you literally like, couldn't put Arceus in there because he's God. <laughs> yeah. Or Di- Diago and Palkia, just the rulers of time and space. Yeah. <laughs> That, that would start to get a little cheap there, definitely. You, you, put, but, Cel- you put Celebi out there, it's just like fast-forwarding time and just <laughs> making everybody else go slow, and it's like, well, fuck, I can't do anything. Jirachi just wakes up once every thousand years. <laughs> so you can only use it once per however many hours you play. Yep, you get 100 points to your team, but you can there's only use it once per game. There's definitely a lot of interesting things they can do, and there's a lot of... I'm just thinking out all of who I'd like to see in there well, now. It's weird that a lot of the popular Pokemon did not get entered in. Like, there's no Gyarados. There's you no. You think that he would have, but you would think that, that would be so awesome. Early stage, uh, like Magikarp, just splashing around <laughs> the map. That would be incredible. Um, who I would like to have Luxray in there at one point. Luxray, yeah, definitely. Because Luxray is a monster. Um, and I hope they switch up the maps at some point. Like they give you different like areas. So like this is just like the wild field area. So you can find like normal Pokemon and like 
fucking ludicolos apparently just chilling just chilling um but if they made like an ice cavern map and that's where you get like like kirem because he's like the ice pokemon or Z- or uh, articuno stuff like yeah. that i wonder i think there were other maps in the beta i'm not sure but yeah right now we just have like the regular stadium wild yeah. area map yeah. that's that's really the only one which i'm sure they'll add more Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was kind of the problem that League had is League tried to add more different maps, but really that, you know, you can reskin a map, but every map is going to be that top, middle, bottom lane layout just because that's what's most conducive to a, a MOBA. Yeah, uh, I think they have uh, a game mode in League that's all middle, all random um, or all random, all middle, where it's just like you're just fighting in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's just like one big solo middle lane. Gotcha. So it'll be interesting to see if they do stuff like that for sure. I hope they add my boy Bidoof. <laughs> I think you'd have to just Badoo I mean, just Badoo's one move is just roll out and he just rolls through the entire map. <laughs> I, I think there's there's a lot they could do definitely or like have a Don fan that you could like use its rollout as an attack and like mobility yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot they can do. Nintendo hire us on. We, we and got, the, depending on how many like they'll give you like a, a stacking ability where however many Pokemon you hit with rollout it boosts your attack for a short amount of time. And then if you miss, then you have to start over again on your stats. So, it would, yeah, so then it'd be really important to be accurate with rollout. Then you couldn't just be hitting yes. it. You have to be like, because make sure. the aiming in that game is fucking stupid. <laughs> There's, it seems to be a combination of you have to use the bottom stick, but you have to also hold the button to use your attack. Right. So your hand, it's, it's on the same hand. So how am I going to use my thumb to do this? And then aim. <laughs> it definitely doesn't feel comfortable or natural at all. Yeah, like just like a usual MOBA. They're definitely have, more con- like conducive to playing on a PC for sure with hotkeys and buttons and stuff. You have to have four fingers on the number buttons and WASD and clicking and <laughs> right. It seems to be in my experience if you don't aim it because I have this bad thing where I just don't aim a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to auto lock onto the nearest thing or what the game perceives as like the biggest threat kind of. Right. Except that was my problem. It's I'm, I was fighting a Zapdos and then a Snorlax came around the corner and I just needed to get two more hits on the Zapdos and it would have been hours. And it just aimed at the Snorlax the entire time. <laughs> Which is, I think that's definitely something that they have to work. It needs to be definitely smoothed out, I think. I mean, I understand the purpose of this game is to get it out and make money. It's... Mm-hmm. It, it feels a little, little microtransaction and I, it's it feels like it's designed for a long grind. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's what it was intended for. I get it. But on the other hand, it's a really nice, refreshing take on the Pokemon franchise. If, I mean, the, this is not really anything else like this. It's Pokemon has always just been like the one on one RPG battling style. Mm-hmm. I mean, except you have the mystery dungeon games, which is a little bit different, I guess. Um, And then we have Legends Arceus coming out later next year which will yep. be kind of different too. So I'm happy that they're willing to start going in a different direction with the series just because this this feels great to just be able to control Pokemon and run around and, and battle this way. It, it feels awesome. It feels like a natural progression of the franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great that it's easily accessible and easy to pick up and play. Like It feels like there's a high skill ceiling, but that you can definitely pick it up and just play a couple rounds here and there and don't have to, you know write a thesis on item builds and proper item yeah. usage and all this stuff. 
I'm still waiting so, on my uh, new Pokemon pinball. I, I, I'm going to need one of those here soon. Yeah, let's get to it. Why not just let's just make. I mean, they just... brought back Tetris and Pac-Man for the Switch. Give me pinball. I don't understand why we haven't had an insane Pokemon kart racer yet. So you have 800 people to pick from. I actually posted a meet or a thing about that where they should add Pikachu to uh, Mario Kart and just give him a Pokeball with wheels. That's his I think kart. So. <laughs> or even if you did a standalone like Pokemon Kart racer, all the different Pokemon can have different abilities and moves and stuff and combine mm-hmm. that with items like you could capture a racer out of their cart. throw like throw a Pokeball at them. Is this going to be double dash? It could be double dash. Like your, I mean, item, your items are you just catch a Pokemon as you're driving by and they become like your item. Right. Or yeah, you could like snag a Pikachu off the side of the road. Like let's say I'm driving a car as like fucking Charizard or something and I can snag a Pikachu off the side of the road and it hops on the back and it just shocks people as I go by them. Yeah. You, you catch a camera and it becomes your missile ability. You just start right. shooting people <laughs> or just eats people as you drive by because apparently mm-hmm. that's something that Cramorant does. Yes, it's. It's funny that you said that because I remember I read an article yesterday about someone saying that Cramorant, he was just like playing it because no one else would. And mm-hmm. Cramorant just fucking cleans house. Yes, he does. And I can totally see it. So that's that's incredible. And who's the who's the legendary that, that's in there? They have one like kind of legendary, don't they? Z- Zariora. The, the electric cat. Electric. Is he a cat? It looks like a cat. The rac- <laughs> like a raccoon type thing. I don't know. But. Um, uh. I, I was using him. He's pretty cool. I think that's like the only type of legendary they'll be able to get in there, though, is I guess ones that aren't like mythical. Yeah, they're ones that are just more like based in reality. I don't even remember what game is from. I didn't even know he existed until this game came out. Mm-hmm. Is he from Sun and Moon? Uh, yes, he's Ultra oh. Sun and Ultra Moon. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Now that's yes. why because I didn't I did not play those. Uh, oh, he is a tiger. Okay, close enough. Yeah, close sure. enough. That explains the strengths. Okay, got it. All right, so Pokemon Company, put in Bidoof. Put you know in Bidoof. I will uh, main can we get Bidoof. All, can we get all the meme Pokemons into this? Can we get Wobbuffet? Bidoof? <laughs> what would Wobbuffet do? Uh, he could be a counter character, so if, they hit, if he got hit, he could store damage and use it against them. And if you time it right, you could turn their ultimate move and just like reflect it back at him and kill him. Yes. Kind of like that how Mr. Be... Mime does because Mr. Mime has those uh, counter walls. Yeah. And it's a pain in my ass because my characters can't get through the fucking walls. <laughs> I've been running into too many Mr. Mimes lately. Oh, it's it's if somebody is actually playing a good Mr. Mime, it is a pain in the ass. <laughs> Interesting. I'll have to check that out. I played a practice match as him, so I like understand his basic mechanics about his <laughs> barriers and stuff. But yeah, I don't. Uh, and then I haven't gone up against anybody that plays Crustle yet. Uh, oh, yeah, what, I played Crustle. Um, he's very slow. And it's. Here's the thing. His recommended style is to use um, Rock Tomb and I can't remember what the other move is. Rock Slide. That's the other one. Rock Tomb literally just puts a barrier behind the Pokemon, which means they can't escape, which is good. But. You have to be so close range in order for to use it that it doesn't seem like it works very well because you get killed before it even does anything. 
So yeah, in order to use Crustle balancing to do on the moves for sure. Well, in order to use Crustle's moveset, you have to have somebody else with you. And with these new people that are new to MOBAs who think they get hit once and have to run away. That's the problem. <laughs> or think they can 1v3 uh, a well-coordinated team, just YOLO in it or fight the people yes. on their objective or just do all this other yes. ridiculous stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, if you're listening and you've never played a MOBA and you're thinking about trying this here, are like just like the general tips. OK, so uh, kill the starting all, Pokemon so you can get levels. First of all, <laughs> yes, don't just I, immediately go for the other team. Try to get levels first. <laughs> yeah. So you, leveling in this game is really strong because if you have even like a one level advantage on the enemy, like you notice it. It's mm-hmm. it's very noticeable. That's important Two. Don't ever fight on the enemy objectives ever. It's the same in League. I'm sure it's the same in Smite. I'm sure, you know, it's the mm-hmm. same in Heroes of the Storm. In League, it's because the the objective is a tower and it shoots at you. This is a goal that heals your opponent. They get like 200 healing every couple of seconds or something like that. Yes, that's that's a fight that you never, ever want to take unless it's like a 3v1. And you can melt the person really fast. Exactly. Yes. Never do that ever. Never try to take an yeah and knowing when to fight too is really important because in some cases you could like 1v2 or 1v3 people if you have the right advantages but in most cases you're just not gonna be able to do that you want to either like poke and just wait for backup or wait for some one of them to like break off and make a mistake where you can trap them like it really is a mind game it's not just a run in and gun like call of duty type of game you really have to kind of think as you go and make different moves and you can always tell the people who are pokemon fans and not moba fans because they'll choose like the most popular Pokemon and then think that, oh, I'm choosing Charizard, which means I should be able to beat like this Venusaur and all this. Other. No, there are no super effective moves in this game. Yeah, there's no type advantage. No, which is if there was the game would be broken, because if you yes. picked a team that was heavily disadvantaged against one type, that would just ruin the balance of the game. Yep. So yeah. uh, can I can, developers, can I get a Jigglypuff thrown in there? Can, can I just put people to sleep? Nonstop. I mean, they have Wigglytuff, don't they? Do they? I think so. Listen, the practice screen, there's a Wigglytuff. I haven't deep dived enough into it to know who the hell is in this game. I (laughs) I didn't know Cramorant was in it until I went into the uh, ticket or the uh, license job. He's he's last on the roster, too. They put his stuck him at the end. Mm -hmm. I'm looking it up now so you can just go through all these are. I know people like playing Machamp. Machamp is a monster. But he's, he's slow as fuck. <laughs> he is, but he is redundant. He's, he's one of the ones. He is one of the ones that the leveling takes forever to evolve. Yes, because you have to be a level seven just to get to Machoke. Yes, when everybody else is like a level five. So you have Pikachu, mm-hmm. of course, Charizard, Snorlax, Crustle, Greninja, Eldegoss, Talonflame, Lucario, Venusaur, Mister Mime, Slowbro. Absol, Machamp, Wigglytuff is a supporter. Okay. Alolan Ninetales, Cramorant, Gengar, Garchomp, Cinderace, and Zeraora. I always forget that Absol and Lucario are in this game because nobody ever plays them. Are, are you serious? I have exclusively faced at least one of those in every match I've played so far. No, I have not. Really? Like, I, I played Absol the first match I did. I played against an Absol who wrecked everybody. But Lucario, I haven't seen a single one yet. Lucario's are really good, but I think he's expensive unlock. Mm. So unless you unlock him early, and same thing with 
I haven't seen a lot of Gengars or I have faced against a Gengar, but it takes forever to get to him. Yeah, but he he's scary, too. But some of these, yeah, you're just not going to see just because they're really expensive to unlock. So like, well, you'll see you'll see Garchomp because he's one of the limited like in the rotation right now. And but some I, of these he's 10,000 to unlock, too. So can I say the uh, skins that they give these Pokemon are in top tier? <laughs> I love Venusaur skin. How he just has like the, the diving scuba, goggles on. Is, yep. He has the it's, scuba suit on. Uh, yeah. Uh, Greninja, th- they give a Power Ranger suit to. I'd like that one, too. That one was awesome. And Lucario has a Zoro costume. So he has a cape, a low hanging like uh, Spaniard hat and a mask. One of my favorites so far was Snorlax just has like an inner tube on. Yes. This is like an inner tube on his body. It's yeah. I am looking forward to see all the things they can do with the different skins. Yes. Oh, our Trump snorkel and a Hawaiian shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, to, I have to look up something really quick because I want to know why Blastoise isn't in this anymore. Because yeah, it shows him on the. Like one of the screenshots. He's like. Yeah, because it shows Alola, Ninetales, Pikachu, Greninja, Charizard, and Blastoise. Like, on the front thing. So, So it says Blastoise is getting added along with Gardevoir and maybe Clefable, people are thinking. So, Gardevoir is a good choice because... That's a good support. Yes. Um, If they make it so you can choose between Gardevoir and um, Gallade... That would be a better choice. That would be interesting because then, yeah, you could go from Kirlia and then you could choose to either, yeah, evolve into like an attacker, which is more what Galate is, or support, which is what Gardevoir yes. is. And then depending on how the match goes, you could choose one or the other because yes. that, that could significantly impact the match. Mm-hmm. That's a, That would actually be really cool. I like that. Especially so. if they are going to if they are going to do that, where if you have the Pokemon, like each gender has like a different form. Like if you decide to put Snow Runt in there and you could either become a Glalie or a Frostlass. Where Frostlass is like a special attacker that is good at like ranged attacks, and Glalie is like an up close and personal hitter because he's a floating head. Yeah. If they do stuff like that, that will put turn this game into something completely different because you would have to figure out each set who is playing what, and base like you have to wait and see what the other team chooses as their form before you can make any moves. Right. I wonder. Too with the addition of like Blastoise and some of these other guys, like a lot of these Pokemon have mega evolutions. So I wonder if they would find a way to incorporate that in the future. So if they're I, just have feeling, kind of... I have a feeling that um, you know how you have to fight the big, the big legendary Pokemon in the middle kind of deal. Yeah. To get points. If they take the point aspect out of it and just have it so you get like a boost from it, and whether it's like a mega form or like. If later on they add it where if you beat it, you get Gigantamax for a short time. That would be interesting. <laughs> like you can't do you can't get points and turn in points, but you could like do heavier damage. I think that'd be kind of interesting. I think they could do that based on stadium, too. So like if you had like a Galarian stadium, mm-hmm. you could make that the Gigantamax mechanic, then the, the middle monster like that yeah. could be Eternatus or something or, mm-hmm. or one of the sword and shield doggos. Yeah. Or if you had a stadium that was when did Mega Evolution come? Was that XY Mega yes. Evolution? Yes. So you have a XY stadium with uh, like Zekrom or something in the middle. And then, yeah, you get the Mega. Yeah. So you could do that 
not just like around the Pokemon, but like at the locations too. And then you could always still have like the standard stadium. That's like the standard way of playing the games and just have this, the alternate stadiums be kind of like a different, like a game mode that has like a gimmick attached to it or something. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Definitely a lot of ways, places they could take this. If they add some good content, if they tighten it up, especially at the menu, just a little bit and maybe make it less grindy. I think that uh, they definitely got something really cool here. See, I don't even mind the grind a little bit because it feels like it's natural progression, like a Pokemon game would be. Right. So I I don't see it as a big problem. If it just gets to the point where it's taking me forever to unlock a specific Unite Pass, though, and then they keep adding them and it just never feels like you can unlock all the characters. I guarantee I guarantee that sooner or later they're going to have like an all inclusive, like all unlock. You can like pay pay $30 and just unlock everybody or something or yeah probably um I'll have to take a look at the battle passes too because I know you can obviously pay for extra stuff on the battle pass off to see if any of the licenses are like anything like that and I know they give out daily rewards and unlock stuff too so we'll have to see if maybe they tie in any of that stuff I mean that's well, how so. I got my Alolan Ninetales yeah same I think I unlocked Venusaur that way too I, mean, I got did. I got the Venusaur skin for that <laughs> oh yeah maybe it was the skin so, yeah, I'll have to go further down the, the pass and the ranks and see if maybe you unlock anything else just to not accidentally purchase something that you don't need to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more. Definitely. It's it's very refreshing take on the franchise. And I was honestly surprised that I enjoyed a MOBA finally. <laughs> it's, it's great that it's super fun. It's easy to pick up and it's easy to learn. So when are um, they going to have Nintendo Unite? Where basically you take this cast of Smash Brothers and make a MOBA out of it. Listen, that would be absolutely nuts. I wouldn't even say that's out of the realm of possibility because no. they made a Mario XCOM game with Rabbids. You know so, what? You're right. They also I mean, made a Mario Final Fantasy RPG style. They did. <laughs> that would be that would be nuts, dude. I would <laughs> I have to tell you already who I'd main in that. It would be Kirby. hundred percent. Okay, here's the first thing. If Sakurai makes the game, Kirby's going to be OP. So, I mean, of course, that's why I want to main him. And, you know, the first person who's going to play that game and kill all the noobs is going to be Reggie. Oh, definitely. Reggie would just be on day one, be like, OK, who do we have fucked up? <laughs> no, Reggie's the big boss in the center at the end of the match. He's the big buff. <laughs> and I would love that so much. That'd be great. Or give me like a Reggie skin for somebody like Mario or something. I, that would be that'd be too good (laughs) there's there's honestly that's tom i love that idea there's so much you could do with that yep like so much potential and you could put the classic nintendo spin on it the ads could be like koopa troopas or just uh waddle d's yep like each that's how they could do other maps whereas you could go to different areas and the different enemies would be like if you go to mario you'd have all the koopas and goombas go to kirby the waddle d's and the whatever those things that transform into monstrous creatures are yeah. uh, legend of zelda you could fight like the octorox and the uh what are they called uh you say the, anything like the, moblins the, the moblins that's the yeah. name i was looking for yeah so you do all those you go to metroid you fight all the space aliens and shit yeah and then like ridley or mother brain could be the big center monster exactly. the big buff at the middle yeah i think that's a really awesome idea i love that Nintendo call they don't even need to call us because they we don't like own any of the properties. So it's not like no. we could do anything. Nintendo would be like, hey, we heard this random idea. 
we're gonna steal it <laughs> I mean, essentially that's what they tried to do with heroes of the storm but the, yeah. i feel like this would be way better yes maybe it just because it'd be easier and just be way cooler and they've I mean, already done something like i mean that it would pull all the smash brothers fans in all the regular nintendo fans and all the moba people and it wouldn't be even that much of a stretch because Pokemon's already done it, so they just need to copy and paste, basically. Just right. take their characters and do it. Right. Half your roster could just be Fire Emblem Sword dudes. <laughs> you already have a half game right there. Easy. I, I made your game for you. Easy. I wonder... I just wonder what that would look like. It'd be. I'm just thinking about everything. Like, what would Mario's super abilities be? Or, like, if Kirby sucks somebody up, would his, like, sock ability be replaced with, like, one of their abilities? Like, what? how would that even look? Um, so I feel like, so if we're going to go with the way that they're doing it with Pokemon Unite, where you get two attacks and like an ultimate ability, one of Kirby's abilities is definitely going to be the hammer. And his other one would probably be, like maybe rock or something like that. Yeah. Or cook. Or, or cook, yeah. You just cook he the people. This, Kirby's a support. He, he could be a support. He honestly it, be a lot of things. His ult could be a cook, and he could just support people by healing them with food. That's amazing. And, and Link, yeah, Link would be cooks. a ranged attacker with his yeah. bow and stuff. So the cook would have like an AoE circle. Yes. Like I'm imagining like how does it unite? And then when you launch anybody inside, it gets put inside the, the pot and gets like cooked for a little bit and their health like gets transformed into food for like the rest of your team. Yes. That'd be super interesting. I would love that. <laughs> you could do so much with this. Yes. Okay, so that was a random 45 minute tangent on, on Pokemon Unite and MOBAs. You have 15 minutes before company comes over. <laughs> yeah, I know. Otherwise, my parents are just going to come in the house and hear me screaming at the microphone. Uh, is there anything you wanted to touch on, Tom? Anything um, in particular? I am super excited because they finally released information on Persona 6. I saw that. So I am super excited about that, which I didn't expect it to be this quick that they planned on making Persona 6. They're having a whole Persona celebration. Yeah, I'm hoping that means that they're going to do Persona 3, both styles of Persona 3 on new gen consoles like Switch and stuff like that. Because You're like a remaster? Yes, because they've already remastered four. Five already has its ultimate edition for um, Royal. So just bring back one, two, and three as their ultimate editions, kind of like how Persona 4, had, the, the re-release of Persona 4 was Golden, which is its like final, kind of like how Royal is for five. It has like an extra story mode and everything's been tweaked so it's a little bit more clean do that for everything just all of them pc switch playstation just put it on everything how long ago were persona one two and three okay so persona one was back on i believe original playstation um let's see I'm putting you on the spot because I don't know. I was genuinely interested because I hadn't really heard of Persona until Persona 4. <laughs> was from 1996. Yep, September that, 20th, 1996. That's called Revelations Persona. Uh, so that is the, I think, the PS3 remaster. Oh, OK. Or like they brought like a PlayStation 1 classic version of it. OK. Um. Then Persona 2, because of the way that they did Persona 2 
in Japan, it came to America as two different games. There was Innocent Sin, which is like the first part of it, which came out for the PlayStation 1999. And then they did Eternal Punishment, which is the second half of the game. Oh, okay. So for the longest time, you were only able to play Eternal Punishment in America because Innocent Sin never came over for the longest time. But they were so good games. A little weird character design, but sure, it was good games. Uh, and Persona 3, which is my favorite Persona, because it is very different from the other Persona games. <laughs> um, that was 2006, I believe, for PlayStation 2. Yes. And then they came out with Persona FES, which is like royal for the game, um, where they added extra character. They made it so you could play as both either a female or a male main character. And it is probably the darkest of the Persona games, I want to say. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, even with 4's like, serial killer detective story thing, 3 is still the darkest game. <laughs> it's all about accepting suicide. And ever, there's an hour. Once the clock hits midnight, there is an hour of time that does not exist in the human world where that people are not conscious of, but the select few who are aware of it live through this hour, seeing people who don't see it in coffins, no matter where they are, they're just stuck in coffins. That's fucked up. It is very much <laughs> death forward. Wow. It is a dark dark game like the way you bring your persona out is by using an invoker which is a modified pistol that you have to put to your head and pull the trigger you don't die because there's no bullets in it but you have to accept the fact of like it's like a visual thing of pulling a trigger on yourself and accepting your own death in order to bring your other half out it is a dark fucking game. <laughs> I didn't realize that these are part of the Shimigami Tensei series. Either. Yes, they are. Because uh, Shimigami Tensei came out first. And then Persona, I believe, was right after that. And then Devil Summoner was after that, I want to say. I want to say that's how it is. Interesting. Yeah, it is. It, it, the series is there's no connection but there is slight connections right i can like, see that um like <laughs> the regular shin Megami tensei series is like hey yeah we're gonna make our games progressively harder and then we're gonna throw dante in there from devil may cry <laughs> because capcom why not and then we're gonna make it so you go to high school gain relationships and then murder God. <laughs> it's pretty standard progression because JRPGs. Why not? <laughs> um, I just feel like, uh, okay. So I, it's been getting a lot more popular in the West with persona games. Now with persona five being as big as it was, but I feel people should still go back and play these other ones. 
because they the storytelling in them is amazing. Like there has never been a game series that I have like I've gotten to certain parts and I just cry. Persona four as I've I'm only halfway through it. Actually, I don't think I'm even halfway through it. And I've already cried like four times. <laughs> Damn. You feel so bad for certain characters because each game has a theme. Persona 3 is about accepting death. Persona 4 is about... Um, what was it? Like... Being honest with yourself. Like... Ex- like realizing what like your jealousy and whatnot what it can do to change yourself like you have a shadow in yourself in persona 4 where that shadow is all the secrets you keep hidden and in order to get access to your persona you have to basically accept those you can't kill it you have to accept it as the truth like one of them is one of your party members is jealous of another girl who she says she's friends with but then the shadow starts talking about like, you wouldn't care if she died tomorrow. So why are you like trying to protect her? Which ends up being true. And you have to accept it. And it just makes them realize how fucked up they are in the head. <laughs> Man, so sounds like you got a lot of persona stuff coming then this year then. I'm hoping it does. I, I mean, I, I already have enough RPGs to play, but I can always make room for persona. <laughs> You can always, yeah, push those things back. It'll be totally fine. So. <laughs> All right. I have a pending imminent arrival okay. of people at my house. Right. So uh, thanks, Tom. Yeah. This is fun. Always appreciate doing this with you. Where can the people find you at? Uh, you Right now, you can find me at Twitter at uh, twitter.com forward slash redrival26. You can find me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash redrival26, where I play literally a little bit of everything. And then the TikTok, you can find me at Red Rival 26 as well. I haven't posted anything in a little while, but maybe I will here soon. Just do something stupid. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Get Gain viral frame while screaming side questing podcasts, and then people will, <laughs> you know, inevitably try and find us. Yes, exactly. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at the one true sire. I don't know if there's a thought in there or not. I don't even know my own social handles. I do this every week is I try to do the social handles and I don't even know them off the top of my head. Listen, we always uh, have a problem starting the recording, so I mean, don't put too much faith on us. <laughs> this, yeah, this, the front and ends of this podcast just start in absolute train wrecks. So I'm amazing that anybody even gets past those. <laughs> Listen, we just talked 45 minutes about Pokemon United. Okay. That's a, it's a great episode. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, you can find the podcast. The podcast. Podcast. I am. I am done. I'm just gonna stop the episode now. <laughs> you can find the podcast on Twitter at Pod SideQuest. We are also on Instagram, SideQuesting Podcast, and you can email us at SideQuestingPodcast at gmail.com. There, I finished it all in one breath, so I didn't have there to take go. any more and possibly fuck up more words. Right. Um. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We really appreciate it. Yes. And uh, until next time. We will see y'all later. Later.